This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, halfway home from the Super Bowl. I am in New York, but of course Al remains in Houston, site of Super Bowl 51. Three shows in the books with Boomer and Carton. What's up, dude? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? All right. Nice little uh, dinner last night for the Craigster. Yeah, had dinner last night, and... Um... We went to a very bougie steakhouse, which was fine because I knew earlier Boomer said he was going. To, he was footing the bill since it was, uh, you know, Craig's uh, birthday dinner. Right. So I thought I was going to go not salmon or tuna this time. I was going to get a steak because I was like, I'm in one of the best steakhouses in Houston. I think it was called Steak 48, perhaps, okay. something yep. like that. Yep. Uh, so I did order a steak, a uh, petite filet. Kind of, I think it was a woman's cut. Oh, uh, a petite fillet. Yeah, eight ounces. So I did get that, and we got some side dishes. And the big um, a boomer ordered one of those like um, seafood towers that Craig loves so much. Right. So that was good. Then I also wanted to fill you in, Jerry, just a follow-up story from earlier in the podcast week. <clears throat> you know, yesterday was Craig's uh, birthday, and I thought, well, birthday lunch—that's what I'm going to foot the bill for, thinking I could get off. Easy, you know what I'm saying? How'd that we go? We discussed this earlier. It actually went incredibly well, actually too well, and I'll tell you why. We went to a very small Italian place, and for some bizarre reason, it was only me, Craig, and his wife. No hangers-on. Wow. That I was going to have to pay for, so I thought, wow, this is perfect, Jerry. I've got Craig on his birthday at lunch, no hangers-on. Whatever the bill is, I'm paying it because this is the best I'm going to get off of pain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, number one, neither Craig nor his wife ordered an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm going to get off scot-free. This is number heaven two, so far. Heaven. Number two, he did not go crazy ordering. He ordered a small, like, bar pie. Hmm. Uh, she ordered, and he ordered, like, artichokes as an appetizer. Uh, his wife ordered some sort of salad. I ordered my thing. And there was no dessert, no crazy appetite. The whole bill was $60. Look at you. Boy, did you pick the right spot, huh? I did, but in some ways, Craig goes, that really wasn't a full lunch. Uh, so I kind of feel like... Wait, 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 wait. Pick wait. up another lunch. What does that mean, it wasn't a full lunch? It was lunch. You guys went out, you got the bill, yeah. you paid the bill, you're done. Happy birthday, move on. That's what I thought, Jerry. 
So I do you feel responsible now or do you feel... Do, here's what I feel like. What is today? Uh, Wednesday? Yeah. All right. So I've got a Wednesday lunch with Craig, probably a Thursday lunch with Craig, and then we're leaving Friday. I probably, I'm going to, you know, play this by ear. Do I pick up another lunch today or tomorrow if it's just the three of us and it's reasonable? I suppose you could. Because I think you've I, done what you're supposed to do. Okay, but let me ask you this. And this is a legit question. I'm, I'm glad I have you here on the phone, Jerry. Maybe if people could tweet to me once they hear this, what the right thing to do is. Monday night, Craig picks up the tab, sushi place. He was ordering like a crazy person. Tuesday night, Craig's birthday, Boomer picks up the tab. Now, we're all going out again tonight for fajitas. What do I do? Mm. What am I doing here? I mean, how many people are we talking? Five? Probably five or six people. Five or six people. This is my feeling. You tell me how you feel. My feeling is this. If the other aren't going in their pocket am i going in my pocket what's the what's the proper thing to do well i'm assuming i know who the other two are yeah hangers on i do i'm not gonna call them hangers on. oh you wouldn't say that (laughs) i won't say that i'm gonna not say that then either but having been in the company of them assuming that again i think i know who they are i don't think i've ever seen them go into their pocket Right, as if perhaps they don't even bring a wallet. Therefore, I think it's probably up to you, and since it's fajitas and only five of yous, you probably do it. Although I would say this, if you're going for fajitas, that means there's going to be margaritas. No, 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 you're suggesting that I pay the whole thing? No way. Yes. I'm saying, do I throw in a hundy? (laughs) Now now we're getting to the awkwardness of, I'll pick up a portion, who's got the rest? And there's only one person that's going to pick that up, and his name starts with a C and ends with a C. So I think Boomer and Craig split this one. That's going to be my... I thought Boomer wasn't going tonight. Oh, uh, no, he is going tonight. It is another Boomer one. Really? So, yeah. Well, then I think... think Those two split it? Yeah, then I think at this point, if something comes up, I think your response should be, I mean, honestly, I paid for lunch yesterday. Boomer, Craig, back to Boomer. I see, but you know, you think it's awkward if I? I would not I offer a hundred bucks. I would I offer to pay the bringing hundred dollar bill. Pay the bill or don't do anything. Or you, you could always pay, do what Craig hates. I'll get the tip. Yeah, I don't like to do that. Then you got to offer to pay the whole. You have guy. to. You have to order. You have to offer to pay the whole thing. Hmm. How, How about m- this? What if I see? What? Let me ask you this. Last question, Jerry, because I know people are probably sick of my nonsense. Boomer goes into his his uh, he Boomer pulls out some money. Craig pulls out some money. Do I throw a hundy in then? <laughs> I guess if they're good, yeah. Awkward. You know what? If they're going to this split my, it, then you say, "Why? Hey, I'm a man too. Let's do it three ways." Wow, three that's, way dance. that okay. sounded weird. <laughs> I'm gonna have Eddie grab that. Shut up. Um, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> that's what you do. And stop, All you know, right. stop stressing over it. That having been this said, you have I an opportunity to pick, but you have an opportunity to pick up another lunch today for much cheaper. And if you did that, you have zero, and I mean zero, zero responsibility, responsibility right? to do anything tonight. Except that these lunches, Boomer's not at the lunches, so he doesn't see me ever reaching for a bill. That's a very good point. Then you look like the cheap bastard that you cheap bastard. could be perceived as. Yeah. Mm. So, Tough. and then the other problem is we, the, the the steakhouse we went to yesterday. I heard was a five star steakhouse, Jerry. Okay, now that means a good one. And expensive, yes. Yeah, 
I thought I can always, always count on Craig to have me not be the least dressed up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I wore what I thought was a nice T-shirt and jeans and shoes. Craig shows up in a collared shirt, khaki pants, and then Boomer's looking at me like I'm some sort of <laughs> loser wearing a T-shirt. You slob. But, but here's what I did. I packed five T-shirts. I was going to be here five days. I packed five T-shirts. I packed five collared shirts. Now, I thought as a professional representing the Boomer and Carton show in Radio Row in front of Hall of Famers, I'm going to wear the collared shirts to work the nicer T-shirts to dinner. But that seems to be backfiring. Yeah, I would say you did that in the reverse. I mean, look at the way people dress around that radio row. Come on. I know. I mean, you've done it long enough to know what you're wearing really doesn't matter all that much. I mean, honestly, right. we go a lot of times we go in shorts, you know, if we're in a warm weather city. So I think Here's you screwed ra- that up. Radio people, are dre- they dress the worst. I know. Here. And you are technically a TV guy now, so maybe you should dress a little bit better, but That's I would not saying. have worried about it. I'm on television now. I wanted to dress a little better. Yeah. But yeah, the radio guys, I'll tell you why I think radio guys, the, the, a lot of them are out of shape because I'm somebody who watches what I eat, as you do, Jerry. And the food that's here for the media to consume is just garbage. Well, that's that's always the case. And even think about what you've been talking about for this week. You've gone out to how many times do you go usually go out to dinner on a Monday, a Tuesday, and a Wednesday night? Or normal Zero week? times. Ever. ever. Right. Never. So, and here you are. Now I get you got the petite filet because you are a half woman. Right. Um, but still, well, you got the you got the steak. You also got sides, I'm sure, with it. I'm right. sure you had a drink last night. So you add up Absolutely. the calories you had for dinner last night on a normal Tuesday night. And you probably right. tripled or quadrupled what a normal Tuesday night is for you. And right. you went out Monday night, and you're going out for dinner for lunch. I know. That's why I'm thinking today, egg whites in the hotel room. <laughs> that just sounded funny. <laughs> egg whites the in the hotel new, room. <laughs> also the name of my new album coming out this fall. Al Dukes, Egg Whites in, egg the whites the in a Hotel Room. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a country so. album. Yeah, I don't know what to do, Jerry. That's all, uh, that's all I can say. I, I, I just don't know what to do with the food situation. Are you having a good time, at least? Oh, yes, having a terrific time. One of here. the better weeks, would you say? Well, I would say that this, I'm not thrilled with Houston as a city because there doesn't seem to be a lot to do in the immediate area of right. the hotel room. Right. So it's okay. But it's nice weather. It's the 70s, early, yeah, low 70s, upper it's, 60. That's nice. It's it is pleasant. so cold here, man. It's like 30. To, well, now it's probably in the upper 30s. But when I got up this morning, I had a Rutgers played a lousy game last night against Iowa. And it was, when I got in the car, it was 31 degrees. I got home at 1030, woke up at 215, and it was 28 degrees and windy. And you know what that was? Was that a home like. game or was that in Iowa? No, it was a home game. So I didn't, oh, I didn't okay. get home too yeah. late. It was like 10, 15 or so. So I got about four hours sleep, which was fine. But it was, you know, when you're tired and you open the door and you get hit in the face by a blast of cold oh, air. Yeah, just oh, cold blast. Just miserable. I think I was four miles down the road before the heat started working in the car. And then I'm thinking of these... you in Houston. Ugh. Well, that's the thing. All these people that live in Houston that are, like, working our cameras and that sort of thing, they're all like, why do you people live in New York? Well, how many like, times I have know. I said that to you? I don't have an answer for these people, Jerry. Because we're stupid, that's why, and the jobs here, which is why we need Boomer and Carton to relocate, and we can do it from a different city. Perfect. We do the same show, for God's sakes, right? 
Right. It wouldn't matter. It's a we great idea. We you... in on the, Listen, on the Knicks and the Jets. When you're sitting there trying to figure out who to pay and who not to pay and how to pay tonight, put that little seed in somebody's ear. Well, I did actually have a conversation at dinner yesterday with Boomer about a state that I like to call Arizona. I'll move to Arizona. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Scottsdale, Phoenix area. Did you just say penis area? No, no, Phoenix with a PH. Oh, Phoenix. Got it. I'm sorry. I'm not aware of a place called the Phoenix area, so I would not move there. Jerry, here's the thing. Uh, earlier I was telling you about the, the awful food around here, and uh, whether it's uh, on our set for TV or just in the media center here, they provide, like, these terrible snacks and meals. But here's the thing. It is impossible to get convenient foods that aren't bad for you you know what i'm saying it's I, not easy jerry so i do get it you do get it now if you are home that wouldn't be the case because you could just go to blue apron i mean let's be honest now you'd get great food delivered to your house like every day how about that and you don't need all uh, the stupid little snacks oh i see so blue apron sends things directly to my home well, how about this like spicy shrimp and korean rice cakes with cabbage and fur cakes you got pork chops and garlic piccata with scallion rice and spinach. Oh, oh, mushroom and chipotle pepper enchiladas with lime sour cream. How good does that sound? And by the way, Al, not all that expensive. Matter of fact, very affordable. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Let me say that again. Pre-portioned ingredients, which means you're not going to overeat. It is perfect. And, oh, yeah, even if you're not a chef, you can do it because each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card. And again, pre-portioned ingredients. I can't here, be more here, clearer about that. Yeah, here's what I like about the pre-portioned ingredients. I don't have things to measure things in my home. Like when they go, oh, you need a uh, – I see this a lot of times in recipes – a tablespoon. I'm like, okay, well, is that the bigger spoon or the smaller spoon in my drawer? I don't know, Jerry. You don't have to worry about it because it's pre portioned ingredients. And oh, by the way, can be prepared and be prepared in 40 minutes or less. So it's great. Go to blueapron.com. It is tremendous. Now, when this shows up on my door, it's in a box of some sort? Yeah, man. You're going to get this big delivery. It's going to be awesome. It, it really is. And they've got great different choices for the food. I read you a couple of them before. So check out this week's menu yeah. and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash Al. Hmm, that's weird. Oh. Uh, blueapron.com slash Al. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash Al. Need to work oh, on that perfect. last part. All right. Oh, so check this out, Jerry. Yeah. So we had Drew Brees there today. Yeah, I saw. I'll tell you this, and Boomer brought it up briefly on the air. Drew, Drew Brees does not look like he could take a hit from you. Right, he looks like he'd be a golfer. Yes. So how is that guy? I know you put pads on, but I don't know how that guy is standing in the pocket taking hits from large men. Right. How does Tony Romo break every bone in his body when he gets hit and this guy gets up and throws again? He he looked tiny. You know, I've always felt this way. We do the um, every year from Giants training camp, we do a show and Eli comes out in his shorts and his T-shirt. And he just looks like a guy who should be raking leaves. I don't know how, how these guys. And then we had uh, Emmanuel Sanders, a wide receiver, who looked to be about 110 pounds. Yeah, he's like so, 5'10", right? Six foot, maybe? Right. 
okay, so this guy's going across the middle? I don't know. And then we'll see other guys, the, the defensive guys for the most part, these linebackers and such. They look enormous. How about like the a, like a Ray Lewis type? Oh, how about the fact that, and I know I'm crossing over sports, but to your point, if you look up the name Isaiah Thomas, and I don't mean the uh, the former and famous Isaiah Thomas, I mean the kid that's on the Celtics right now. Yeah. He puts up 30, 35. The other night he had 41 points. He's becoming one of the best players in the NBA uh, in a sport where if you're not 6'5 or taller, you're going to struggle. Al, he's 5'8 and a half. Yeah, I don't understand how some guys can get past can get past that there are shortcomings in sports heart man they got tremendous I don't heart get it. I, I think that's and it then, and then i saw this story uh, kind of reminded me somewhat of you and then somewhat of just twitter uh there was a guy uh, sergio garcia is a golfer yeah jerry you follow golf uh, yeah. yes a spaniard yes sergio garcia so some dude tweeted him every single day for 206 straight days asking to caddy for him. Right. And he kept hashtagging it, hashtag let me caddy for you. Well, after 206 days, Sergio Garcia wrote the guy back and said, okay, here's where you can come caddy for me. That seems cool. That is that awesome. Is, that is awesome. That is awesome. That's the good of social media, that you actually right. have some sort of access to guys or gals, actresses, athletes that you otherwise wouldn't. The bad side is we know the bad side, but the good side of it, that is a very cool story. Yeah. Now the question is, does he get the caddy share of what Garcia wins at the next tournament? I hope so. He hope should. He gives him some sort of cash. Although I'm sure he's probably not caddying in a tournament. It's probably like a pro-am or something like that. But still, it's very cool. It'll be a thrill for him. I, and I, w- I would love to do something like that for a guy like Mickelson. Oh, to walk the course with him. I understand this. Help, help me understand. To me, a caddy in golf is similar to a water boy in football. Like, would you want to be a water boy for like run out and squirt water in the, well, it's you know, a, Tony it's, Romo's that's mouth? really not. I think if you don't play golf or understand the game, yeah, I could see why me. you would think that the caddy uh, is so important to a professional golfer. It's not even funny. I mean, they go out and they chart the course. They walk the course. They know, um, you know, the, the different slopes of the green. They're helping the the golfer out to where they've got to put the ball. You're gonna you're gonna draw it. You're gonna you're gonna fade it. There's a so much more that goes into it than a guy just carrying the bag. Honestly, and I know it doesn't look like that on TV, but if you ever watch some of the good pairings like a, um, a Jim McKay and Phil Mickelson, they are as much of a team as are the pit crew for a NASCAR racer. Now, would this be similar? Like if someone tweeted you every every day asking to uh, cut up some audios, do some sound editing for your updates. And every day for 206 days, then one day you said, yes, come in Tuesday and you can cut up the audio and edit audio sounds for my update. Well, that's similar. It's similar in that, except for the fact that we would have to go through channels above us to allow him to come in and do it. And, and two, oh. as you know, you can't just walk in and, you know, sit in front of a computer with this audio in front of you and say, all right, now I'm going to start editing. You have no idea what to do with the system we use. So, so in other words, Jerry, you're saying that editing sound for your sports updates is more difficult than being a professional caddy. Yeah, probably so, yeah. 
Technically, definitely so. I would say, uh, all kidding aside, it's not uh, once you learn how to do it. Oh, I think not. the caddying is clearly a lot more difficult. But in terms of just walking in and sitting down in front of a computer and trying to figure out how to do what we do in you know mm-hmm. in a moment's notice, I think it would take you a little while to understand the software we use. And for a caddy, the same thing. It's going to take them. you got to go walk the course for days. And right. so they're equally difficult and just as hard and so yeah nice to try and back me into a corner there you jackass no worries jerry and then before i happen to walk by uh former cowboys uh former giants and former falcons head coach dan reed nice now one time a number of years ago when dan was the coach of the falcons i shared a flight with him a delta airlines flight this is when uh, my dad used to work for Delta, so I could fly first class for free. Right, or when you have Craig on your hip, right? Or if a Craig was buying me a ticket. Right. So I sat down at the time. I, I sat down, or maybe it was when Dan Reeve was in between. Is it Reeves or Reeves? <laughs> R-E-E-V-E-S. Got it, Dan Reeves. I think it was when he was between jobs. But uh, this guy sat down next to me. He looked so familiar, and I saw he was wearing his Cowboys Super Bowl ring. Nice. And he, I didn't want to bug him, but he chatted me up. Look at that. He was looking for someone to talk to. Well, you were probably a nice kid at the time. He clammed up a little bit when he asked me what I did for a living, and I said I do uh, sports radio in Tampa. Oh, so you were older than a child. Got it. I thought I you were going to be not a child. I thought you were going to be a chubby 14-year-old. Honestly, I was probably in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to go. Uh, enjoy the rest oh, okay, of your day. Jay. Good luck with whatever you do with the money and the food and the meals, and we'll talk yeah. to you tomorrow. Okay, Jerry. Warm-up coming now. Adios. We didn't do a warm-up today. Oh. Huh. <laughs> so that was okay, the end of it then? <laughs> that's it. Oh. All right, well, I guess that's it. I would leave all, leave all this in to make it seem extra long. I today. am not leaving this in. Oh, not going to do that. I'll see you. uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Goodbye.